Welcome to today's Bobblecast. Um, that was obviously Brookie, and uh, it has become a bit of a soap opera at times. Everton FC. Um, so uh, we'll just we'll just keep Brookie at the moment as, as the start song. Um, we might even go to Max and Paddy at some stage as well. Yeah, or some fucking comedy <laughs> roadshow or something. It's myself, which, um, and I'm joined by uh, Baz Williams, uh, who's obviously done the long trip yesterday. Um, if my voice is a bit husky at times, I haven't been too well the last couple of days, but I'm COVID-free, thankfully, after my PCR, so just bear with me anyway. Um, I'm coping with four or five pints. We're in a pub, so you might have that whole Gazzetta d'Italia yeah. feel. Um, this is kind of, yeah, it's a rustic feel anyway. For anyone that, that, that is not in Liverpool, the best times to talk about Everton sometimes happen in a pub, and they're, they're where the best conversations yeah. happen. Especially after numerous pints. Yeah, so there you go. We get you get the proper Everton feel there, and it might get more and more fluid as we go. Um, anyway, Barry, you obviously you done a massive trip yesterday, and uh, obviously a lot of the people who listen sometimes aren't actually, you know, from England or even Liverpool, because um, the fan base is growing, and that's great. You know, our, our Everton family is growing right across the globe. So just explain them anyway. What what you know for a, a you know a fan based in Liverpool? What was yesterday like? I mean apart from the match it was sound uh, and obviously getting back at 3 o'clock in the morning um, they're, they're like the games like you look forward to you know you've got an half day in work you uh, finish half day go meet your mates and then you know you, you go on the road to the uh, to the fuzzy uh, we drove up yesterday only me and Tony going um, and fucking hell it was like, it was like practically a, a fucking a carpool karaoke <laughs> for four and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, didn't drive straight into London because fucking swear that. I'd, 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 you know, I'd congestion charges and all that shite. So we swerved that off. So we parked at Watford Junction uh, and got the uh, the overground to Shepherd's Bush, uh, and then went one of the one of the boozers just just outside there. Uh, what was the atmosphere like on the boozer at the time? Bouncing or? Alright, it's just a normal boozer, it was alright, like there's no sing songs or nothing. Um because like you don't really that they're more like on the coach and on the train. Yeah. Um you know, everyone's just having a fucking bevy and it was dead hot yesterday, dead, dead warm yesterday as well, which was which was probably a fucking bonus. Well you always wear shorts anyway, so Yeah, I'm sure so I'm I'm hoping to squeeze one more into the short season, uh, which is man <laughs> you in a few weeks. Uh, and then after that it'll be back to the uh, the R jeans and all that stuff for the first time in about two years. Yeah. Um but no, and then even fucking coming home, like we didn't get in till three o'clock last night. Everyone was smorn, uh, yeah. and then I was, I was back in work for eight. Um, they're the fucking games like you live for. They're, they're, they're the one, you know, swear, swear Burnley on a fucking Saturday at three o'clock. You know, dead fucking long trips on a, on a midweek, all them. Uh, where's Q- QPR grounds, you say it's... QPR is like, it's like Goodison, but smaller. Because it's in like a fucking, like an estate. Uh, it's, dead, like, it's not shady, but you know it's just it's just proper like flat. English football grounds. Yeah, like you can't see the ground because it's, it's it's not that big. It's only nineteen thousand, I think. But it's like right behind all high rise flats. You know, it's, for for people who've been to Goodison, it's like that, but smaller. Yeah. Uh, and it's a proper old fashioned ground, like. Um, yeah, that feels. I mean, it's, it. it's a shit all. It is a shit all, but yeah. it's a proper old fashioned ground, which is. Which is still good to see because you know, like all these modern grounds, you know, yeah. a bit, you know, we're, we're going towards that now, which 
You'd die fucking eight. I hate modern ground. Oh, that's I, a big for Bram, big thing for Bramley Moore to recreate. Yeah, don't old-fashioned feel. I don't want like a new atmosphere ground, uh, not, not new atmosphere ground, like a new, new modern bowl, you know, soulless bowl yeah, type thing. Bowl, yeah, as they call it. I don't want that. I want like as close to Goodison as fucking possible. Yeah. Um, which the, they'll probably try and do, but it's not going to be the same. But no, uh, it was alright, it was just the fucking match, oh, the match, mate. So, just before you get on to the match, obviously, you've travelled all that way, you've took half a day off work, you know, ultimately today you've had to take time off work. You see the lineup. it was a bit of a half-baked lineup. I know we were talking on the Bobblers WhatsApp in yeah, the day, it, and we were saying, look, you know, let's not mess around the side too much here, let's get it done and then make the changes. So you've yeah. travelled all that way, you've enjoyed yourself, and then you see the lineup. How, how does it make you feel? Shred the tone, shred come out, we'll fuck off now, we'll get off. Because, yeah. you know, like I, I know people probably don't understand, like, but the fucking effort you go in to going, like going, like, you know, I don't, why, why would I take a fucking random Tuesday off work? Yeah. To travel down to London and then see that fucking team and just go, you, you just, it makes you think, like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a kick in the nuts. And you know, many, like, you wouldn't go and into work context, tomorrow. Oh, just for context, how many, how many years you've been going the away now? Constantly, now. You've, got, you've got full credits. Mm, and fucking 10, 10, 11 years, like, every game. And having to um, see that all the time. Then, like, but but it, that's, it's been like that for, for years. Yeah. You know, like, every manager we've had, apart from one, uh, Marco Silva, has, has done that. Has, like, Moyes done it in his last year. We played Leeds in the Cup. And he, and he played like fucking Francisco Junior. Yeah. You know, Francisco Junior. It, it does proper piss me off. Yeah. Because it just makes you think, right, if you're going to play a rotated squad, then I'll fucking rotate and just like. And let's. And that's, and all that. And we'll, we'll come on to like that later on because I know Mark Ellison's asked a question. But Everton Football Club should be winning trophies, you know, and, and we should be taking opportunities seriously. And yeah. there's, you, you, there's no hiding behind it, you know. It's it, when you see that you, you think, well, are we really treating it seriously? You know what I mean? And we're not. We, we haven't. We haven't. We have not treated that cup seriously, as far as I can remember. Yeah. We, we've got to the semis once since since I've been going the footy. Oh uh, yeah, we got fucking beat. And even even when City beat us in the semis, like it was fucking. You know, that, that's as close as we've come since I've been in, in the modern era, as they call it. Um, other than that, like, you know, if we've gone out to teams like yesterday, QPR, we've gone out to like... Reading. Reading well, in the FA, FA Cup. Cup, wasn't it? Yeah. We've gone out to like fucking Brentford years ago when they were in like League One. We've gone out, where did we go the other year? We went out, we've, we've been knocked out at lower league teams before. Uh, I read a stat this morning, uh, we've lost fucking five of our last six pen shootouts against lower league teams yeah. in that competition and that's you know that's fucking pathetic well a big thing as well we were talking in the day about what we'd like to see obviously we didn't get that and we kind of it was a common theme i know me and you talked about it was first of all you know we've got a few partnerships there we've got for me now and I, you, you might disagree with this barry and we'll, we'll get on to that you know as we go well, for me, you know, we've got Keane and Mina at the back, who are two big, you know, defenders. Who, who, for me, at the moment, people might disagree, but I think they're our best too. I know Keane's has issues. Keane's made a few mistakes, but ultimately, you know, again, I think he, he it would have been the game for him yesterday. We've got Takure and Allen, 
who almost un- inseparable at the moment, and there's no one really for me competing yeah. with them yeah. to get into, you know, to, to get into that side. DCL and, and Richardson, and then Grain Towns and either side, and I think even Coleman to be fair, and Dinier is fullbacks. Yeah. So, so for the first time, that first eleven almost picks itself, you know. And the, there's not many, you know. Sometimes you get ten Evertonians in a room, and you get eleven opinions. But in actual fact, I don't think many Evertonians would disagree with that. No, um, no, I don't. And, and we look at partnerships. How many times have we seen Gomez and Davies played, and how many different men- managers as a two, and how many times has it worked? Well, you know, a lot of last year when Alan and Zakore were out. Uh, yeah. I think it was after the Newcastle game last season. And the uh, back end, the, sorry, the first six months of Ancelotti's reign and that the second half of the season. Yeah, like you've seen that. And we got top top. It doesn't come work. No. And there was like, Wolves away, there was Wolves, there was, um, yeah, there was like Wolves. Southampton, yeah. where we were totally wide open yeah. and yeah. I heard New, them were all New, over the place. Newcastle away, uh, that's what I think, that, that was the first game they played when we got beat 2-1 two, or 2-0. Two, yeah. um, it just doesn't work. It, no, and like that's what's fucking frustrating. If, you know, if I can see it on in the stands, if you can see it in the stands, yeah. if some fella can see it in the top balcony, why can these fucking managers not see it? You know, it doesn't work. Um, and it's, it, it's the same with the fucking centre half partnership. Yeah, you know, you need one of the one of the big lads in there. Can't, you? Like yesterday, and like we, I think we touched on it before. He got his team was fucking well off. Yeah. And like ev- everyone's saying on Twitter. You can't blame the manager, you can't blame the players. The, bl- the blame yesterday, ultimately, is not with fucking Tom Davis for missing the penalty. Yeah. It's with the manager. And so I think, I, I, you know you know what I'm like, defending, in terms of like, I, 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 and I'll say this, and people who listen to the podcast will know, I believe whoever's in charge should be given three years. Um, and I said this with Carlo, I'll say this, whoever was put in place again, Rafa was probably my sixth, seventh, eighth, or ninth choice, actually, since he's come in, I was on Football Focus talking about it the other day and you'll know that I actually think that he's actually the right man maybe now even though I wouldn't have chosen him in the first place bizarrely but at the same time it doesn't absolve him criticism you know it, you know, we, we, we can still well, he, we, we, st- we can still call it out when, yeah. when people yeah. get it wrong so. if, you do, if you, you know if you were fucking new into a job tomorrow and you've done something wrong you'd get called out for it yeah so I think it's right uh, and he what, the only thing that like it does worry me yesterday is he, he's not learned from his mistake nah. he'd done it at Huddersfield and he got out of fucking jail big time and I mean you know an 81st minute winner against the Huddersfield team who also made nine changes and was struggling and yeah. I think they're 17th, 18th in the league know what I mean so has he not looked at that game and gone fucking hell we got out of jail there you see, this this for me is is also a problem of of, of chip. It's dropping and change your managers. You know what I mean? Because I think that once you've seen this, then you won't do it again. But you, again, like you said, you know, Huddersfield was there. But I think you, you quickly learn who to trust and who not to trust. Yeah, yeah, you fucking and, do. And you know, the same managers are trying that. You know, the there's things that the last manager learned that don't work. Yeah. You know, because obviously Carlo has watched uh, Gomez and. And uh, Davies for six months, and his first two signings with Sakura and Allen, or, or first couple of signings, I was the, the ones he brought in. So it doesn't work, you know, and, and we are back in this place. And I, I do think that if we would have played, you know, one in each position, we could, we may have got away with it, but we're still, you know, we'd still yeah. be, you know, we'd still be pushing our luck a bit. Ultimately, he has to be right. What he done was he changed, he changed the whole span of the team. Yeah, from what was at. Villa, I think, because uh, Godfrey was right back for Villa, wasn't he? So it was Keane and me in the centre half, 
Alan yeah, obviously Alan Corey and sent him he's changed that yeah and that's the fucking spine he'd seen spine floor yeah you know what I mean so what's surely you can keep two of them in and then that's well, the that. obvious ones there would, would have been Keen and Zakure yeah especially playing like KPR it was fucking a 34 year old Charlie Afton up front yeah. who we made by the way look like fucking prime fucking Del Piero so I think ghost of, funny enough we talk about this in the day where me about the, the strikers who always score past us and don't score past anyone yeah. else and there was oh, I'm trying to think of his name Sinton his name was a striker it was in the commentary team and they were talking about it and he was saying that this strike this uh, someone older than me will, will know this to be fair it was before my time on that but they were saying this Sinton fella it scores one hat trick in his whole career, and yeah, it was against Everton in his first them. season, and yeah, he never scores one again. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, and then almost Austin there, you know, he got his brace, but he nearly got. And it, it yeah. is very much Everton at times, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But like you say, he could have just made one change in his position, done sixty minutes, blow no, them away, two 0 I would, I would have played the strongest team, get in front, and then bring them off, not, not put them on the bench, and then two one down and chase. Don't fucking do that. No, you know that's just fucking stupid. So ultimately, yesterday, the, the blame of the defeat is is with the manager. Yeah. Um and, and even though I'm like, look, I'm someone who, who often defends that stuff. I think Barry's totally right there. What he's saying, and what we're not saying is Rafa out and all that kind of nonsense. You speak for yourself. <laughs> well, yeah. What we're saying is that look, you know, we we can call things out and you can define the two between, you know criticising stuff and also understanding the bigger picture and we will come on to that very shortly as well so one thing I want to bring up we obviously talk about partnerships or the lack of it um, what I want to mention is, is John Joe Kenny oh um, my god and I don't want to be I'm dead just, unfair and, and single out from a fucking nightmare watching John Joe Kenny, don't fucking make me go through it again. Yeah, I know. And I, t- I, t- you look, I don't want to be dead harsh on him, because I've got no doubt Kenny's a blue and all that kind of stuff, which I get, you know, I like him. But he's just not a Premier League level. For no, me, he struggled to be a championship level. He, he couldn't even... He, I, I was speaking to a few Celtic fans. It was painful almost to watch. A, f- a few weeks ago. And they went, that right back is the worst we've fucking had. And... And Celtic had some fucking shite meat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like he got fucking slated up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just, all due respect for like fucking Scottish listeners and that. Scottish league shit. Yeah. You know, I'd probably get a game and a half of the teams. <laughs> and I haven't kicked the ball in fucking years. That'd be fun for that team. Yeah. I wouldn't go now. Someone like St. Mirren or Hamilton or something like that. But no, stuff like, he's not fucking good enough. And the. And this is what else pisses me off. All this stuff of like, oh, he's a blue, get off his back, yeah. doesn't wash with me. I'm a blue. I wouldn't get fucking five minutes. Yeah. So what's that? What's the fucking difference? He's not good enough. And I think you pointed on it before. He's the only full back who makes a forward run to get in behind to go back. Yeah. Uh, and he's done it, I think he's done it two or three times yesterday. It was almost painful watching it. 30 minutes in also. Holgate was almost playing right back because he was having to come out yeah. that far right. And that Charlie Austin goal almost came from Holgate getting dragged out that far. And they were actually mentioned about the slip actually with Holgate, but I thought it was a, a bit of a shitty pass back from Kenny again. And Holgate ends up losing his foot and all that kind of, but it was a pressure yeah. pass that didn't need to happen. And yeah. I just kept feeling like he was tucking in too deep. I don't know if he's been asked to do that. But his positioning was all wrong, you know, and, and, and both ways, like forwards, backwards, it just wasn't working. Um, yeah, but, um, no, I, I agree with you. Um, it's just fucking like, 
what he reminds me of is he's the Kirk Dartonia bit or wherever he's fucking from in Liverpool. That's what he is. And he's gonna fuck he is gonna he'll be at Everton until he's 34. Mark my fucking words. Oh, yeah. Well, there's contracts up in about 12 months. And oh, fucking... I, I, you know, and please. I've heard people saying, extend it and try and get a no. fee. Look, let's no. not go there. No, just... no. Let's fucking yeah. see it. We haven't, we haven't spent anything on them. So we're not going to make nothing. See you later. Yeah. But saying that, no. Keep them until we buy a life back. Yeah, true. So the minute we buy a life back is the minute we go, see you later, mate. Well, get off. Just in terms, in terms of like some of the obviously the, uh, Kenny's a product of the youth system. It does frustrate me at times, you know, because when when that English side is coming through, we are, you know, they would obviously won a trophy. Had like Kenny, Davies wasn't in that particular side, but Davies, Dal, Luckman, you know, obviously Calvert Gordon Lewis, since Calvert came through, Calvert Lewin was in it, and, and it's only really Calvert Lewin now you look at, you know, with any credence. Does it, does it so, like, I think I, I I was talking to someone about it before since since Rooney. There's only one player I can remember bringing through in the youth team and thinking, yeah, and it was Barkley. Yeah. And that's it. Like, other than, you know, players players after that just haven't been fucking good enough. Yeah. You know, he likes to talk Davis, you know, like, we kept fucking Matty Pennington in the fucking team, and I think he's 26, you know, and he was playing under 23 footy. What's going on there? So, the whole youth team and under 23 needs a big revamp it does you know like another one uh, someone pointed on to me before uh was this broadhead you know we'd give him a new contract at the time he got loaned out we did not have a backup striker so why is he getting flogged why is he getting loaned out why not keep him and yesterday why not play him in in that sort of game you know, why not play him in that sort of game? Because the loan window in, in lower league clubs doesn't shut. Yeah. You know, you can get them on loan for three months till Christmas and then they can extend it to the end of the season. You know, so why not keep him in around the first team? Put him on the bench. I actually thought he was alright in pre-season. Yeah, he's done alright. And you know, I, even fucking Benitez said it, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, he said like, Ella Sims only had two training sessions. Yeah. You know, are you telling me, and Rondon's only 20% fit? You know, so surely, loan and broader out. You know, and like, he's had no experience or nothing, but surely keeping him in around the team. So you can get Rondon up to speed, you can get Sims up to speed. Yeah. You know, instead of having to, let's be honest, you were relying on a 32 year old striker who's what? 30, 40% fit. You know, you're going to get nothing out of him. You bet you may as well stick. A fucking mannequin up top and just go, just hit him. But yeah, you know, and I think actually Mitch made a point about maybe the obviously Rondon. Let's not like mess around with it, but Rondon didn't look fit. You know, the last couple of no, games he, doesn't. he hasn't looked fit. Uh, but I think ultimately when we took a centre forwards off, we did begin to struggle a bit. You know what I mean? I, yeah, think, well, I, I, I think we lost a bit of shape I there should, as well. I should have that at Villa. I should have that at Villa. Um, it was nil nil when he went off, um, and then and then fucking he took Rondon off. He had no vocal points up front, and within ten minutes we were three nil down, or fifteen minutes we were three nil down. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, and again yesterday, ultimately when it was going to it was going to penalties. Yeah. Are you are you telling me a striker can't take a penalty? You know, surely he could have took. I, I mean, I didn't see the pen, Jeff. The eye got off. Um, 
So I don't even like I don't I don't even know what took them or nothing. But surely, you know, like your centre forward can take a penalty. Well, the, the penalty is an interesting one, and I mean, I, th- I think obviously we ended up bringing Takure on, we ended up bringing Gray on, you know, again. Luca Dean came off, but I believe he's fifth for Saturday. But the penalties, actually, you know, were actually all right, other than the fact that it didn't look like we were going to save up. <laughs> no. Um, oh, my and, God. And, I mean, I, I, I watched them uh, this morning. Yeah. And we were saying yesterday, if Pickford's in goal, you know, if Pickford's in goal and fit, if he yeah. would have played, he'd have saved a good three of them. He would have, and Begovic should have saved two of them, I think. Like a ghost, wasn't he? Goal. I, was, I said on the group this morning, you may as well have stuck his fucking wife's horse in goal and he'd have saved more. Yeah, he'd bigger bitch. Yeah, he'd, he'd have fucking, he would have saved more. <laughs> uh, but like, he, like, the, we, I said yes, the, the goalie, right, Begovic, he's, I'd, I'd rather kept either Virginia or made Olsen permanent than, than get him. Because that's fucking. That's five he's conceded in two. Yeah. And if you if you put the pens in, he's conceded fucking thirteen. Yeah. Well, I mean the pens is a bit. No, of, the pens he was a bit poor of a pens. Yeah. And like he was at fault for the first goal yesterday. Yeah, it was poor. Um, obviously the fella that's across the goal, you know, and he's just part. He's, he's punched it to the six yard box where, you know, a poacher in Charlie Austin is going to be sitting, and he just fucking knocks it in. And it, this is things they say sometimes, obviously. Jordan Pickford's had ups and downs, and as we know, you know, he's never really a straight line. You know, we have had that whole thing, but I've, I've got to say, you know, when he's not there, you do miss, you do miss him, do you know what I mean? Well, well, he's, 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 the fucking, he's the country's number one goalie. Yeah. You know, he's England's number one keeper, you've obviously got to miss that. I think it's been put to bed now, isn't it? The whole, like, you know, yeah, change and keepers and all that type thing. Yeah, yeah. so, and, you know, this rotation of fucking keepers, you know, like, why... A keeper, a keeper doesn't fucking run around for 90 minutes. That was Carlos' thing, wasn't it? You know, yeah, he was so like, with that. Swear, like, and you wonder about the Van Dyke thing might have come into that as well and all that. Yeah, kind of stuff. Pro- yeah, I, under- I can understand that, but like, you know, like as I said to you before, Marco Silva didn't change the keeper once. Oh. Marco Silva went, that's my goalie. Yeah. And until, unless he's injured, you're or... gonna look like you, you, you're into Marco Silva, yeah. No, no, but like <laughs> I'm not, def- I'm, like I'm not defending him. Oh. Uh, but but no, know, I, I think it's fair. He's to say. like right, that's my fucking goalie. And that's number one. And that's it. If he if he can't play, you'll play. Yeah. But if he if he's fit. He's playing, and when he played fucking Marine, Stevenage. And to be fair, even around your ear, Pickford screaming his head off. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he does give it out. Like, do you I, I, when I was there, you need more of that. I didn't hear Begovic fucking once. once and, and his body and language, you know, when he was on the pens, have you seen it? He, he looked like a scared cat on the line. No, yeah. I, I know actually the other fellow was bouncing all over the place, but he saved two. Made it hard. It just, look at. I mean, it might be totally stupid, but looking at Begovic, he just didn't look the body language no, no. like he was, you know. No, and like, like, as we, if you're a keeper, if you fucking move around on your line, you look bigger. Yeah. You know, whereas if fucking Begovic is just stood there, you know, you've got loads of the goals for him. The fella can just go right. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting it there, and that's fucking that. And ultimately, that's what fucking happened. Yeah. And it's too easy, wasn't here it? Here we are again, out. Oh, not good enough. Right, anyway, we'll, we'll move on to something I want to bring up, and, and, and there's a lot of narratives floating around online with this, and I think it, it's something that we may have hyped up as a fan base too much. I'm not saying he's not a good player, but I just want to, I'll, I'll start with this stat. The full season, last season, 
Bernard and Rodriguez produced seven goals and six assists. That was over a full season. But granted that Bernard only added two to that. So it was Rodriguez, six and five. So far, eight games in. Townsend, or sorry, seven games in, isn't it? Townsend in grey, six goals and three assists. So the one goal behind the pair of them and three assists behind them, and they've got a full season to go, yeah. Now, look, I'm not saying James Rodriguez isn't a good player. Anyone who likes football can see that, you know, he's a football, yeah, he's a football purist. He's it's a wand of a left foot and all that, and I, I get that. But you've got to listen to some people that have worked with him. You know, you've got to listen to maybe the Colombian media who say that, that he maybe should have achieved more. Yeah. You know, and, and ultimately he had the chance to go to Porto, play Champions League football, and compete for the league. And he said no. Well, I, I, like on that, you know, he's thirty, so he, he's, he's in his prime, right? You know, like all due all due respect to whatever fucking league he's gone, I don't know the fucking UAE or Dubai or I don't know whatever yeah. fucking league it is. I leave the stuff very competitive. You know where they get where he, they get fucking everything off. You know they're not playing high standards. He's probably getting paid fucking hundreds of thousands, you know, stuff like that. It's just where they just go to just like finish the feet. He, 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 could, walk, he could walk into probably any team apart from the big six in England, apart from like Tottenham, Tottenham and that. Do you think it was telling um, though, when you say this, and I, I agree, but do you think it was telling the fact that it was a known fact he was available for free? And there wasn't exactly loads of clubs knocking yeah. the door down to get him. Yeah. Well, you know, like there was rumours of him going to AC Milan. Uh, obviously, the Porto one that you said. You know, he's not played in Italy. No, he's done. He's done Germany. He's done France. He's done Portugal. He's done Spain. Yeah. He's only really got to play in Italy. And uh, quite often, it's the same manager. Yeah. He's only really, to them teams as well. He's only got to really play in Italy. You know, and, he, and he's done the hog. He, yeah. You know, he's, he's done the fucking the big five leagues, you know, so he could retire on that and look back and go fucking hell, I've played in every fucking big division, as they call yeah. it. Um, but now, he's literally just going to go and sit out in wherever it is and collect his door. He'll, pro- he'll, he'll, he'll probably fucking turn into like Messi or something over there, because yeah. he's not against anyone. But, and, and you'll have people sharing his goals saying, Yeah, saying, ah, oh, this is what we missed. Um, you know, I mean, but in actual out, tangible if, terms for Everton, if fucking Bernard can score over there, then you know it can't be that fucking good of a. League. You've got the pair of them there; they're on two million a month or whatever over there or whatever they're on. You know, and over the course of a season, you're close to twenty million yeah, more than that. But you know, is that that says a lot about the player? That's where he wants to play. And, and look, you know, no one's saying Townsend and Gray are as good as Hamas Rodriguez, but they've, they've nearly produced. His goal return on Bernard's, no, and loads no. of people were saying. Obviously, like ability-wise, they're not. No. They're not. They're nowhere. They're, they're nowhere near this fucking level. But like, you know, we've always said it. We want players who want to play. You know, are you telling me? I, we all said that he wasn't fucking injured over Christmas. Yeah. I don't care what anyone fucking says. Yeah, he was given time off at the end of the season to prepare for the Copa America. That doesn't. You know, we had nothing to play for. That doesn't matter. He was in the Columbia bench. Couldn't be asked to be. You know, that, that's not, that doesn't fucking ask me, but yeah. I want players who want to play, so, you know, he didn't want to be here. Take, t- if you take like your Everton fucking glasses off, he didn't want to be here. Yeah. You know. Goal to turn six and five. Goal to, yeah. Wasn't amazing. One season, you get, you get 25 games out of him. You know, you're missing, you're missing 13. 
13 key ones. Like, you know, you 48% know. of match day squad two is available for, so you, less than half. You could have, you know, like when we played United in the quarters last year at the, uh, the League Cup, it obviously wasn't available. You know, you never know. If, you want, if he played, we, we could be sitting here fucking with the League Cup. Yeah. You know, so stuff like that. Well, you look at Town, even Townsend last couple of games, you know, you look at him like the Huddersfield game, he scored the winner. Yesterday, an assist and a goal. And uh, you, yeah, yeah, if no, anyone deserves to come out with the head held up yesterday, they're probably the only ones, Andros Townsend. Yeah, I'd say Townsend and. Yeah, and that's it. Well, I bet you've got a fraction of the that's wage. It, that's it for me. Yeah, he probably is. Um, but in terms of like. I, I think. Like what, what people are going to look at is like when. Because obviously we've sold like Rodriguez now. Is. You know, it's, it's a global superstar. Yeah. You know, and I think, that's why people are getting close up. I think that's it. why people are like, ah, oh, fucking hell, get, get him in the team, get him in this and all that. And yeah, he's a fucking brilliant player. Yeah, I'm happy. I've seen him fucking play, so unlucky to fucking <laughs> all the rest who haven't. Yeah. I've seen him at United play. Um, we watch you call it. He, he, um, he probably done a lot of things, like, you know, in terms of like different to assist and goals, you know, like he probably like, as people call it now, the pre-assist and all that shite. Yeah. You know, and, but ultimately everything went through him last year. You know, we didn't create nothing. The old model was on individuals, yeah, wasn't it? Was it was him. But this year, you, I just, I just touched on there, like Gray, Sands, end of shifting. You know, so goals are coming from, from, from different areas, not just from fucking Rodriguez to the Charleston or Carvalho. And then know, sitting. Yeah. So it is changing, but you know it'll take time. I mean, don't get me wrong. Fucking good luck to him. Good, good luck to him out in Qatar or wherever he's playing. Yeah. Good luck to him. Um, I've got, I haven't got a fucking bad play. I've got no fucking grudges against him. Good yeah. luck to him. Um, like Samuel Etu, isn't he? Yeah. Ironically, the, the funny thing I was thinking about this before was Samuel Etu's gripe was he wasn't in the starting lineup. Half the time, Hamas Rodriguez. As yeah. gripe as, as he was in the starting lineup, but he, he, he didn't yeah. want to be. I mean, so. But no, like, good luck to him. Uh, move on. Can yeah. see you later. So, ju- just looking ahead slightly, obviously, we've got uh, a few games coming up there, and um, obviously, we are still short of players. But, you know, there's enough there probably to put that 11 out and be competitive. So, we've got Norwich at home. That, you know, that is a fucking match, but you've got to win that. Yeah. If, 15 if he, Premier League games the, the if, if, he, if he doesn't win that right it'll be exactly what happened the other year when Norwich beat us and that fucking fan was it fucking sign of storm in the fucking boardroom saying Billy's got to go that's going to it's going to happen again <laughs> so yeah they, they've got to get the three points there you know look I, I, I genuinely believe they will as well you know what I mean there's no they, other fucking it. thing they will they've fucking they've got, to. got to yeah there's United away <clears throat> Gotta say I'm not not too hopeful on that one, but you know, I wasn't last season. We got three three, was it? Something similar. Yeah, I mean, say, but I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not accepting a fucking defeat. But you know, I'm not expecting to win there. But I won't fucking sit back and be like, ah, yeah, they just fucking so happy to move yeah. on. You've got to go to every game and try and have a go. Uh, no matter who's available. Then we've obviously got the international break and that that and then swings back to West Ham at home, which is huge for me. I'm expecting three points there. Yeah. Uh, then you know, you're gonna have to beat teams like that if you wanna progress in the league. So I'm expecting I'm expecting 
or win. You need four points against West Ham, for me. Yeah, yeah, you fucking do. You need to look at like West Ham, Villa. Now we've gone with the lost the other game. Still think that the referee was right that it might have landed a different way, but it is what it is. So you've got to then look at Leicester. You need four or six points. West yeah. Ham, four or six yeah. points. That's you've what got you need to to like break into the top seven, top eight, yeah. or to just to improve on last year. And, and they'll be mitigating circumstances, but yeah, they can only last so far, and if you yeah. keep relying on them, then eventually you're not going to end up where you need to end up. And then the next one's Watford at home. Now, the big thing is, obviously, we've got Richardson, Coleman, Pickford, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I believe Richardson's going to be back sooner rather than later. Um, it may be that the Pickford, Coleman and Dominic Carver-Lewin are more looking towards West Ham and Watford, certainly Carver-Lewin. Oh, I can't face Begovic and goal against Man U. No, well, Olsen was there last year, wasn't it? Do you remember? When yeah, was, um, when fucking slipped on the line. Yeah. So, yeah, look, how many points are you saying there? There's four games. Let's take out the fact that, you know, who's coming back when. Are you including? No, hang on. Norwich at home, United away, West Ham at home, and Watford at home. I'd aim for ten. I'd aim for ten. But if, put, but if you get nine, you take it. Yeah. But what will fucking happen is we we'll probably get beat on Saturday and beat United. Which <laughs> yeah. fucking now, no? Standards ever really that, isn't it? But no, I'd, I'd aim for nine, ten. Right. So just just moving on. Um, looking at at the weekends, obviously we are in the situation at the moment with the forwards, and there's a lot of different people saying different things, but we are a bit strapped. So we've got a few options here, and we'll, I did put this on our group the other day, and we had the discussion around this. So we've got Chenk Moritosen. Obviously, his hair his hair stays on even underwater, just to clothe the, the blue doodler. Uh, we've got Sims, who's been out for probably the same length of time and not really fit. And obviously, um, you know, I doubt we see him see him start. We've got Rondon. I mean, he's played 180 minutes. Hopefully, he's getting fitter. But do you put him in again, or could we play someone like Gray maybe through the middle? You know, I think, like we discussed before, the rest of the positions have been got off the table. If certain players are fit, I think he's got to go. He's fucking kills me saying this. I think he's got to go with Rondon. Yeah, he's got to. Um, because obviously none of the others are up to speed. Uh, I don't think Gray's an out-and-out forward. So and he, he plays well on the left. Oh, but I'll play him on the right this week because Max Adams is quite quick. So Townsend, yeah. Right. yeah. Townsend can you know. So it's not you. Use both feet. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be you here. So so we're Everton and we're, we're commentating knowledge. No, I, I just think I think. I think like Gray will be better on the left, on the right. Yeah. Because um, obviously he's got fucking pace. Yeah. And I don't think they're left back quite quick. Um, so hopefully yeah, he's getting behind and that. Whereas Max Adams is, but I don't think Max Adams can defend. So you could probably make a case for him to play fucking both sides. Watch Max Adams have the game of his life on Saturday. Yeah. And uh, I believe Fingy's not been playing, Todd Camwell. He was out no, with personal no. issues in the week as well, and there's all kinds of question marks what's going on. Not too sure what it is, but either way, it'll be interesting to see if he, he's, he's involved at the weekend. So, yes, I, I'd agree with you. you know, I, I think we've, we, we've done the Kenny thing, and, and, and we kind of get now that he can't play. So, no. I, I, I'd probably go back with Keener and Mina, Holgate right back. 
Coutinho looks like he's going to be available. Obviously, the two centimetres picked themselves. Yeah. Two bingers picked themselves. Yeah. I mean, um, and then, you know, I'd, I think probably, I'd probably keep a Wobie in. Or if he drops a Wobie, he'll play Gomez and go like a 4 3 3. Because I think Gomez changed the game against Burnley. So I think he deserves a start. If um, anyone can't see me, I'm, I'm rubbing my forehead at the moment because Gomez has been stressing me out. No, no, I agree with you. The shots the other day were like. Oh, like yeah. me when it was the ten on book me old I, I was fast. behind the fucking goal and I thought they were gonna fucking hit me. Um no, I mean it's, you're tossing a going between a Wobi and Gomez. And to be look, this is the way I'm gonna put it. Look look at the other day, look, a Wobi missed a chance, but he got there for it. Mm. He set up a fucking glaring opportunity for Gordon. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, as much as whatever, you know, he's still getting there and creating stuff. You know, and now obviously the fee's always gonna come into it, but he can't control what, what he was bought for. Yeah, but it's for. not fucking our money. It's not my yeah. money. I haven't given Everton 35 minutes. If there's an option between him and Gomez, he tends to be the yeah. fella who creates more. No, no I mean, like, I, I play a Wobie, but if he's not going to play a Wobie, he's playing Gomez. Yeah. And he's packing them, and not packing them midfield up, but he's going through the midfield. And to be fair to Gomez, he did change the game against Burnley. So, you know, he might be better coming off the bench. Yeah, he, he, might, he might be. So there's a few questions here. And... Um, First one for them, but this wasn't really a question. Just on the, on, on the team, right? And I, like I said, I was going to touch on it. Like, and I am going to die on this hill. Ben Godfrey is not a good defender. And I know people who call me out for that. Right? Yeah. We all watched him last year. Uh, and it was all on the telly. And everyone was like, ah, he's fucking... He's the bee's knees him. He's fucking great. He's all this, right? But now I've watched him in person. From for like the last few I have come to the conclusion that he cannot defend yeah. and his pace gets his pace gets him out of danger you know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue on it when you're up. all I'm saying is to, <laughs> people, to people who are listening right yeah. watch him and in six months you can all say I'm right again nice. well my argument with it is simple I think that I like defenders that, that tend to be over 25 I prefer, you know, I wanted Thiago Silva. I didn't make any any bones about it. I prefer older defenders, experienced defenders. No, that's right. I've said the same about Pickford's keepers. I think get better with age, maturity, all that kind of stuff. I feel Kyle Walker is a good example for me. I thought Kyle Walker was really poor early on. You know, he had pace, he had all the raw attributes. But as he as he got older, the maturity, and he realised, you know, that and yet pace did did actually help him as well. But no, but if he loses his pace, he'll he, he shit. Yeah, possibly, but you know, he's still like the, the tail ends of 30 and you know, the 2020s, and he's, he's doing it. Um, I, I, you know, I think every defender that comes through, I think maturity is a big thing. There's, a, there's obviously the exceptions, you know, it's a lit that's gone to, to Juventus, yeah. and there's, there's players that, that do come in naturals. But I think for me, even a young Ferdinand was making mistakes and wasn't the best in the air and all that kind of stuff, but I think. You know, you, as someone who used to play for centre half as well, you know, I think that you just need to grow into that position. And the more you learn, the more you play. The, you, but I do agree. By the way, I'm going to toe the line with this that actually he can improve aerially. You know, no, like there, we, there are clear we, areas where we, he needs we to improve. All, we were positionally, all, he we can. were all human in the summer when Southgate took Ben White over them. We were all like, oh, fucking hell, Southgate, right? And looking back on it now. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, fuck, Southgate was right. Yeah. Because Ben White can defend, whereas 
and I am. I'm sticking my flag. I'm sticking my flag in the ground on the top of the hill that says Ben Godfrey cannot defend. Well, I'm, I'm not going to go with it the opposite ends of you. I'm going to say that. Yeah, I agree. I agree with some of your, you know, some of your observations I'm there. I'm just saying, just just watch it over the next course of the season. Yeah. We're all back in the ground, now, so we can all see things that aren't on telly. I think he's got the raw attributes to succeed, and I think maturity on time will be his friends. So don't get me wrong. Like as I say to everyone, I don't think it's good enough. I want him to prove me wrong. Yeah. Um, but it might it might be that he actually plays a lot of time on fullback this season. You know, yeah, or, or filling around or a second centre half when when one of the others in it. Yeah, no, no, that that's right. So but, you know, we'll see on that. But no, I, I will give him a chance. But for me, he can't defend. So. Age is a big thing because, you know, with time. Yeah, yeah, he will get more and, experience. I'm not that you're a Cal Butler bin fan, because uh, anyone who's listened to the podcast knows you're not. But, you know, even him with age, you know, he's, he's, he's changed yeah, he, his game he and he's improved. He is, so. he, is, he is getting better. Uh, not the complete player, you know, below this but Again, I'll hold my hands up and say, look, you know, he's been out. He's been out yesterday. He was out Saturday. And I don't, I think, I don't know if he was out. Did he miss Burnley? He did, didn't he? Yeah. You know, we, we struggled because we never had the focal points up front. Um, as, you know, Ron, Rondon, alright, he's a striker, but he's not... He's, not to speed. He's not fucking Carl Balloon's level. No. You know, like, if the ball goes in the box nine times out of ten, Carl Balloon will get his head onto it. Yeah. You know, so we are missing him at the minute, and I will all be fucking hands up and say, yeah. I haven't got it wrong, but like, at the minute we are missing him. <laughs> I like the way you've, you, you, you've, you've tactically approached that one, buddy. Yeah, no, that... You're like a Rafa, Rafa mid-game. Um, anyway, so we're going to questions. So, first minute our tour podcast said, batten down the hatches, rest of the season, see what happens, limit expectations after being hamstrung by financial fair play, bring in better players and clear out the cowards. What are your thoughts on, on what, what, what? We'll have about three players left. <laughs> We'll only have fucking who we have left there. So if we look at what, so if we, if we use what we said before about, I wouldn't, about I wouldn't batten down the hatches. You know, we're only we're only what seven, six, five games into the league. Uh, you know, assess again in January. Yeah. First, because I, th- I think the vibe of what he's saying is that we discussed before. Maybe them eleven players now look if they're fit to play. In. You know, yeah. we know that the backups but, aren't that good. Hopefully, right. But like, hopefully, yesterday was an eye opener for the manager, and, yeah. he, and he's gone. And I'll, you know, if if Pickford's out, I've got to rely on him. Yeah. And he's not good enough. If if Coleman's out, I've got to rely on Kerry. You know, if one of the centre halves, I've got to rely on someone and else. And more often than not, if they're fit, he'll probably play now. Key yeah. or yeah, yeah. You know, more and often then, than not, to you know, or Allen. You know, like. Um, you know, one of the centre mids to call out Alan and out he's gotta be like fucking Alan, you've got to rely on Gomez or Tom Davis. Yeah. You know, so And I think there's an element, you know, look, whoever took over here, you know, they, they were always gonna be up against it. You know, they we've gotta be we've gotta be realistic, you know, and, and truth hurts sometimes. This this yeah, this side isn't actually that good. You know, it's a mid table no. outfit. No, well I, and, you know, we we're gonna have crap moments well, watching I, us. Like I said to you before. Um, yeah, if, if you take take your Everton, your Everton hat off and your Everton glasses and your Everton fucking top and all that shite, right? Of the players who played yesterday, oh, thank you. how many get in to 
other Premier League teams, and I'm going to include teams like Norwich and Watford. Start lineups, you know. The goal, the goalie doesn't. Goalie doesn't get into any. Any. Well, yeah, we'll use we'll use Norwich for an example because we're playing now Saturday. Rather than saying who does, let's look at the ones who wouldn't. The, the keeper. That's what the keeper doesn't. John Joe Kenny. We're just going to compare to Norwich here. Yeah. By the way, right? Keeper doesn't. John Joe Kenny. Kenny doesn't over Max Adams. I'm not a jar rock bottom. Centre half. You know Gov- Godfrey was working to Norwich because he has. Gov- yeah, Godfrey would, but like you know, he, he would. Godfrey for me wouldn't get into many other teams. Uh, I'd have just gone at the moment. Rant yeah. over him. But there is people who would take him. Yeah, Luke, Luke Dean would, obviously, uh, but obviously like he's not had a good start. To the and season. this is just the side he played the other day, is it? Yeah. This, this is the one yeah. he played yesterday, you know. Takure obviously Takure came on. Takure come on, so yeah, he gets in. Townsend um, and Grey. Townsend and Grey for me, and then that's it. Yeah. You know, Tom Davis doesn't get into the Norwich team. Rondon doesn't get into the Norwich team. Are you saying you'd have a Wobi over Tom Campwell? No. Probably not. Um, so I, I think essentially I get your point there. You know, basically we've got a good, we've got a, we've got an all right eleven. Yeah. And then behind the scenes, to me, twelve and down. Like you know, like obviously on the match day squad, twelve, twelve to nineteen or eighteen, whatever the fuck and how many subs they've got these days, that is championship level. Yeah. Well, again, it's probably a good idea because we've got opposite here. I don't think it is. You know, so, I know some of them are. I say Kenny was if that. But I, I, I do agree. I get, I get your sentiment that I think that I don't think it will be championship level. But I don't think. No, it's no, he's not. He's yeah. not. He's not championship level. But like he's, you know, he's not going to take us to that next level, is he? No. And, no. and we've, we've said that before. But, but ultimately, there is players around there that probably could step up over time as well. Yeah, but there's, I, there's a few. But I think the, I think the, the essence of it is that ultimately the, the first eleven's good, and as we know, the, the ones who back them up aren't, and that's yeah. that's what hopefully. Over time, you know, yeah, that the I mean, will improve. You know, I'm I'm not fucking like kicking off on them, but all right, yeah. Like so, for Saturday we're gonna be missing the goalie, the right back. You know, you're gonna be missing the Charles and Carl Lewin. You know, you miss your two main goal threats. You miss your your number one goalie. Yeah. You're also missing your club captain as well. So there's not really any fucking proper leaders on the pitch. And look. Um, so you, you know, you are going to struggle, but and I'm going to talk talk about this next actually because we're going to talk about Mark Ellison's asked us at the upper levels of management, um, uh, who who you know who is performing, who is not type thing, and who would you criticise? And and he's talking about Mashiri, uh, Denise Baxter and Brands as the ones he's listed. So, right, I'm I, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna... I, just before that I hope he's fucking included Ken right in that. Yeah, I don't think he did in his tweets, but well, well, I, well, we're including Ken Knight in that. Okay. So I'm going to say, well, this will probably capture it for me. But 26, 27 years without a trophy, for me, that's that's off the bat. So I'm not. Look, there's people out there. If you listen to the right podcasts, they've got corporate knowledge, strategic knowledge. They understand, you know, the complexities. I'm just an everyday fan who spends his money and time are. watching Everton. And I just want to see us win trophies. Yeah. I want to go to the game. I want to be able to enjoy myself, and, and I want to actually see Everton successful. So for me, you know, Everton should be competing every single year for silverware. If we don't, it's a failure. Yeah, no, I Anyone agree that's you. been involved in that 26, 27 years, and that captures probably everyone during that time, for me, should have done better because we haven't won a trophy. 
I'll yeah, say no, that. I agree with I'll you. I'll say 100%. that. I'll say that as long as it goes on. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know the complexities of who decides what and all that kind of stuff. Don't have that knowledge. Um, look, I don't sit on the meetings. But what I do know is we're not winning trophies. A great club like Everton Football Club. If anyone asks me at the start of the season, what are your predictions? I'll say we should win a trophy. And I'll carry on saying that, even if it's I, totally delusional. I always say, right, if someone said to me, you win a trophy and you finish 17th, I go, yeah, that fucking does me. Happy. And the, the other one I want to bring up is brands. Look, I've been someone who, who maybe at times defended them. It's you know I'm not saying I'm going to totally go rogue on brands at the moment. What I'm saying to you is that he's become more and more of my spotlight because the players that come in again, I think um, you know Townsend and Gray were both Rafa's signings. Yeah. There wasn't a fullback delivered. Nope. Again. And the only time I ever hear from was Dutch press. Yeah. You know so yeah, yeah. I'm not saying again you know that he should be out in front you know to explain every decision. The last time he spoke was two or three years ago. Oh, and, and, and since then we've changed manager. We've changed boardroom appointments, Bramley Moore's on the horizon. I'd like to see this fella get out and, and talk up, tell us what's going on. No, I what's agree. the next three years? I agree with you. Yeah, you've only got to look at like Aston Villa, right? In terms of when they sold Grealish, you know, they're, they're fucking, their top dog come out and like, we sold him, that's our plan. Spurs done as well, our Newcastle. Yeah, you know what I mean? Whereas, like... We might have to where translate you, an article in the Dutch press. Where do you find that what's going silent. on? Silent. Yeah. No, 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 nothing gets said. Uh, just, to, just to put like my own spin on that question, right? To me, you know, when and I only know this, like, because when the Premier League was formed, Everton were in the Big Five. Yeah. We were, we were in the Big Five of the, apparently the Breakout League or whatever, they, whatever they called it, right? So we, we were the, we were, we were the fucking original, like, in the fucking big ones. As always, you know what I mean. And then, like, we just seem to have got, got there, got. Fucking, yeah, we're in the top five, and that, and then it's just fucking. We've gone nowhere. We've done fuck all, and you know, like, I think it's unfair to criticise that Barrett Baxendale or whatever she's called because you know, for she's just a fucking CEO and she's better than fucking Robert Elstone or Elstone, whatever his fucking name was, fucking Suntan Bob, whatever, whatever it used to be called. Uh, the blame for me would be on. Uh, Ken Knight, because obviously, you know, what people are forgetting is we've, we've been in the league since it started. You know, it's a multi billion pound league. Where the fuck's the money gone? You know, like back from nine, you know, we, we ultimately won a trophy in the second year of this league being, or the third year, fucking one of them. 94, 95 season, it would have been. We, you know, we, we ultimately won. The fucking biggest English fucking cup available in the second year of this fucking league formation, right? So where's all the fucking? All right, there wasn't as much money back then, but you know we've been in it since. You know TV deals and all this. Where the fuck is that money gone? Everton Football Club can't just exist. That that's all we do. We are we are a charity shop and we exist. You know. There's no other. I I always say it to the lads. I say we are a fucking pointless football team. We need we need to be more than that, you know. And, and, um, and like 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 I said to you earlier, you know, 26, 27 yeah, years. It's not unacceptable. Good it is unacceptable. And this is not just an easy over yesterday. This is just this is an eye opener. Yeah. You know, because as I said to you before, the teams that we've gone out to in previous years, you know, of lower league, is embarrassing. 
No, like fucking Arsenal don't come out, Chelsea don't come out, like City don't come out. United have only been beat by Leeds yeah. since fucking, as far as I can remember. The shite don't. They won't even be like fucking bands yeah. or and I think, something. I think sometimes it's the basics as well. You know, yeah. it's like you try and call Everton up now, you don't get through for an hour. Yeah, so stuff like forty that. minutes, you know. It, it seems like the whole club You're on you're you're on your way to QPR. And my, you, my you're trying to buy your tickets up. on the coat, you know what I mean? On my the train tickets up. turned up on Monday. Yeah. You know, and and it's not fucking good enough. But if you're not getting the basics right. No, it's not. I'd like. Then the how can you expect the biggest decisions to be made? The only thing that Everton get right is Everton in the community, and that's it. And they do a fucking sound job of that, but but that doesn't like that doesn't cover up for 20, 26, 27 years of ultimately failure. You know, if I was in the job and I was in that same job for twenty seven years, I'd done fuck all. You know, I'd be branded a failure, and that's that's what the club are doing at the minute. Um, I think part of the blame has got to go on Marcel Brands as well, because this we we've said it for fucking years. The, the director of football model does not work unless you're fucking best mates. It, unless the manager and the director are fucking your best mates. The problem be, is, the problem is it would be all right if it was like fucking. It is a committee, isn't it? You know, because they've literally there's no point in the director of football saying we want this fella. If the manager doesn't want it, because yeah. the manager is saying, well, he's not. Yeah, exactly. So, that's what I mean. Let, let the manager buy the players. I don't mean the relationships have been right at Everton. You know, you've had too many people chipping in. You know, super agents, Kia Jarabucci yeah, and people like that. that. And and that's that's where Mercedes at fault. Yeah. You know, he, he fucking he listens to his mates. He's a great businessman, and that's why he's got all his money. I'll, I'll he, he's no, he's got no football brain. He may as well have just fucking bought Everton and went to yeah, Golden and that sort of fucking three-year-old. I, I look, look. We're, we're, you know, obviously if Div Bramley Moore's a big thing, but look, let's start getting silverware, let's start getting the basics yeah, right. The Bramley let's Moore start. is a business, yeah. you know, because in the future, they'll do concerts there, do, you know, it'll be like a fucking wedding venue and all that, I know Goodison is at the minute, you know, they'll do wedding venues there, they'll do like fucking big open days and all that shit, so, so you know, it's a fucking business to get out, isn't it, ultimately. And that is a good, you know, it is a positive, but, you know, the, Look, us fans just want, we, we want our experience to be good, we want to be able to buy tickets where we want to be, yeah. you know, international fans want to be able to buy, it, you know, a shirt in Ireland and walk into a store, we want to be, you know, we want to see Everton be successful again, let's get that right, you know what I mean, and, and, and that's where yeah, we've got we, can finally, we, we can finally say, right, we get this right, but and if we're not doing it, then... Get it fucking right on the pitch, Yeah, because we all say it, 26 years is fucking too long. You know, and it's just going to keep going up and up and up until the, the mentality of the club changes. Because uh, at the minute, the club, the club, the club has got uh, a fucking like a, a, a just just exist mentality. Yeah. You know, as long as long as we exist, we're all right. That's fine. You know, I look, there might be people listening to this who think, oh, "Why is put right? Let, let's see the action." Let's see them take us further, yeah. and that'll prove us wrong, and you know, and, yeah, well, and that'll be good. You know, if they take us further, then then ultimately they're doing what they want to do. But I, yeah, no. I, so quick, quick one as well, because we're running out of time. I mean, we have gone on. Is is Matty Barry was talking about knee jerk and posts, and I think we've answered that. You know, look, Barry has spent you know two half days, a full day worth of leave, going to watch the game. Um, 
people are going to get annoyed. You know, there's going to be people that jump on it. Look, we all know the issues. Let's hope that we are working towards the right direction. I don't think it's an easy act. I think everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. Um, and they all should be listened to. Some will, some will say there's an easy act. Me and you, me and you disagree all the time, yeah, don't we? Yeah, yeah, Which we is do. fine. You know, yeah, we do. Um, but ultimately, that's fucking what it is. Uh, it's everyone's opinion. I don't. I, I hate the term knee jerk. I don't like it. The other thing I was going to bring up as well is that you know, obviously Twitter is is great, but obviously thirty thousand season ticket holders, hundreds of thousands of fans. If you get two hundred, uh, two thousand fans that react here, that's six percent of season ticket holders. Not even touching the surface. Two hundred, no point six, and then you tend to get a vocal minority. So look. Social media needs to be put in perspective at times. The Everton fan base is a broad church. Everyone's views need to be listened to. And sometimes, you know, we, we can't get to this mentality of, you know, the super blue stuff, my, my kind of view matters more than yours. Look, we've all got different experiences, but we all pay our money, we all support the same club. Just think everyone's inside to their opinion. Whether and they are. Whether they've they got are. fucking one follower, 10 followers, 10,000 followers. You know, it's, it, that's why they're on social media. You know, it's fucking. You want to voice their opinion. It, it's their opinion, and, and you know, you might not, you might not agree, you might disagree with it, but you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. So I just let them crack on with it. And look, we all want a better Everton football club. You know, me and you give up our time stupidly at times for you know for, for following them, talking about them. And actually now, you know, sometimes the, the one I do enjoy is, is actually representing them, you know, because we, we feel it too, you know, we're feeling the same raw emotion as, as many Blues are and, and you know, we want a better Everton football club, we want a club that wins trophies. And No, I agree with you. And I that, agree that, with that, you, mate. That's what we need to do. So, right, anyway, that's the end of the, uh, the podcast and this is a bit of a different one, Alanis Morissette. Uh, Alanis Morissette, isn't it ironic? Which yeah, very much seems to be Everton at times. Bye for now.
and you're already late. A no smoking sign on your cigarette break. It's like ten thousand spoons when all you need is a knife. It's meeting the man of my dreams and then meeting his beautiful wife. <laughs> and isn't it ironic? It's a funny, funny word.